Welcome back to another episode of the Subcockles of Reddit, your one-stop station for online vindication. I am your host, The Buck, with my co-host, The Raz, and we are diving deep into the Subcockles of Reddit to bring you interesting stories, and this week we are going to be pegging retail as the target for my, you know, search on uh, on our you know fucked up you know little escapade here but before we get started i want to i want to go back to last week and we actually had guido freaking finelli on our show well, from not, rent a hitman it's not this show well um not this show but on our other podcast the social liability podcast and i meant to say that i'm sorry it's our other podcast i suggest you check it out it's uh, available where you're streaming this podcast and almost all other pla- uh, podcast platforms. And uh, that is Raz's, you know, baby that he rocks to sleep every week. And I'll tell you what, folks, you're missing out if you don't tune in and listen to that one because we cover a lot of interesting things from some of the people who violate the contract that we all agree to live by. You got anything else you want to plug in there about the Social Liability Podcast before we get started there, Raz? No, no. I just want to thank all three of our listeners for for listening to the show. You know what? There are just so many things I could say about the trinity of listeners that we have, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll skip the labels and just thank you myself same way Raz did. Thank you. But either way... We're going to dive right into this story that was helicoptered into me from a source. And I just, I, I get a crack, it cracks me up every time this guy tells me something. So, cracked up the crack. <clears throat> well, you know, I got to put on my official voice for this one. So, give me a second. Want to stretch? Want to stretch first? If I could, if I could, I would. <laughs> but <laughs> all right. So I finally landed a job as a Walmart greeter, which is a good find for many retirees. Unfortunately, I lasted less than a day. About two hours into my first day on the job, a very loud, unattractive, mean-acting woman walked into the store with her two kids, yelling obscenities at them all the way through the entrance. Per my greeter training manual, I said pleasantly, Good morning and welcome to Walmart. Nice children you have there. Are they twins? The ugly woman stopped yelling long enough to say, Hell no, they ain't twins. The eldest one is nine, and the other one is seven. Why the hell would you think they're twins? Are you blind or just stupid? So, I replied, I'm neither blind nor stupid, madam. I just couldn't believe someone slept with you twice. Have a good day, and thank you for shopping at Walmart. And that was brought to me by our dear friend Squatch. Who, uh, yeah, always has who, something to really, brighten up our day. Really needs to get some new material. That one's been floating around for a long time. <laughs> hey, you know what? I didn't know that. 
And, you know, that's why I put on my official voice, though. Did you notice the way that I read it, Raz? I did. I did notice. Yes. Yes. That's uh, um, uh, why I did it. But either way, I digress. And uh, that one was not brought to us from Reddit, but either way, Squatch always cracks me up, and it's it's nice. It's just nice to hear from him every once in a while and just, you know, hear about the wonderful things that I don't have to fucking deal with anymore. So, you know, thank you, Squatch. And uh, if you have any other stories, please regale us with them as you see fit. But going into actual Reddit now, we have from r slash Tales from Retail. Ooh, ooh, ooh. r slash Tales from Retail. User difficult witness 29 reports that woman refused to be proved wrong. So before we read we read that, do you have any experience in retail rants? I mean, like I, I I worked at a gas station counter for about six months. And other than that, and and some car sales experience, which isn't really retail to me. I, I have none. So, I mean, what, what what about you? I mean, just out of high school, I did some retail work. Actually, when I was in high school, I worked some retail work. Even did some fast food stuff. But it's it's been a hot minute, that's for sure. You know, I almost get jealous when I read things. I'm like, man, I'd love to have somebody come up to me and be that stupid. But the fact <laughs> of the matter me. is, oh god, I meant to that... hit the mute button and I didn't get it to it fast enough. <laughs> Oh, no, and I even did such a good job talking through it, oh, too. Damn. I normally don't. I normally pause. I'm like, what's going to happen? I, I was reaching for but the no. button, but I couldn't get to nah. it. <laughs> what a sham, man. What a shame. Well, I was, I was we'll like Johnny on the spot, man. Damn. Oh, well. Either way, you know, I almost get jealous. I'm like, man, I want to deal with that. I want to deal with that. But I only want to deal with it once when I'm having a really good day. And I have, like, my guns loaded in my mind with, like, all sorts of quippy shit to say. These people, they got to do it on the fucking fly. And I'm actually really relieved that I don't have to deal with the, you know, trials and tribulations and stressors of being a retail employee. But either way, woman refused to be proved wrong. Diamond specialist here had this woman come in to get her ring clean and polished that was not from my privately owned business. Told her if she wanted it cleaned, I would need to take it to the back to the high pressure steam clean high pressure steam cleaner to get all the junk out of it. You know, the lotions, the conditioners, the makeup, the daily wear and tear, blah 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 blah. She said she was perfectly fine with that, as I told her it could take up to a few minutes. Come back out with a brand new looking engagement ring because it was actually clean. Automatically asked for a jeweler's loop to inspect her diamond. And that's one of those things, like those little eyeglass things that you hold up and inspect your yeah. shit with. So, you know, ask for a jeweler's loop to inspect her diamond. Graciously, I hand her one and said, no problem. Here starts the thorough inspection of her diamond. Huff and puff multiple times, flip the hair, turn the loop around. And by the way, there is no difference between the sides on a jeweler's loop. I ask her if she would like me to show her how to use the loop. She snaps at me and says clearly she knows how to use one. And she absolutely didn't. 
The distance from the eye to the loop was about one inch. The distance from the loop to the piece is another inch, give or take your depth perception. So she was looking at it all, all yeah. wonky, oh, just trying to be one of those. Yeah, yeah, she's trying to, she tried, trying to act like she knows some shit. She then says, you switched my diamond, she proclaimed. I continued to say, excuse me? She claimed I switched out her diamond, to which I'm baffled at this point, demanding to speak to an authority. I said, you're speaking to one, saying it looks wrong and that it wasn't the diamond she purchased, so on and so forth. I tried reasoning her until and I tried reasoning with her until I had to get very blunt. I'm assuming you don't know how this works. For me to switch out a diamond and a marquee shaped one at that, I would have to know your exact dimensions of the diamond before you came in here. Your diamond isn't from here, but I said I would clean it for free for you. Now you're accusing me of switching your diamond within two to three minutes. When it would have taken me at least 10 minutes to even try and find a stone that had your same exact dimensions. Because if it didn't, I would have to have changed the head on your diamond to hold a different stone. Which requires a jeweler's torch. Putting it on uh, perfection, uh, excuse me, a jeweler's torch. Putting on a new one. And then cleaning your ring to perfection to dip into the rhodium. All of that alone would have taken me a solid 45 minutes. Rhodium is $20,000 plus per ounce right now. And if you think I'm going to contaminate a batch of rhodium on your ring to maybe profit a thousand bucks on switching your stone is absurd. Kindly take your ring back to where you bought it and have them confirm with you that indeed it's still your diamond. And do not ask me to service your ring ever again. She huffed and puffed and walked out. I got a call later from her husband apologizing, saying that he heard the story and it was her diamond. Educate yourself before you accuse professionals of theft, bitch. Edit. Thank you for correcting my spelling. My phone autocorrected it, and I was a couple of glasses wine deep into the notice. So our top comment is, poor husband. Very nice of him to call and apologize. And somebody commented on that comment. And very accurately said that it was probably not his first rodeo, which I would I would have to agree with that. So so what do you you know what do you what do you think about this man? Like what kind of like people will do just about anything to just get over on somebody? And what a bad fucking job this lady did. So I I I. I... <laughs> When you work in, in retail, if you're working like a box store or something, it just is what it is. But if you're working at a specialty store, like I've worked in a bunch of, um, you always get the experts that come in and, and try to tell you how to, how to do your job and, and what, you, what they know is more than what you know. And, and guess what, folks? You probably don't. You know, <laughs> you know I, I worked in, um, in Civil War reenactment sutleries. That they sold... Um, the clothing that was reproduced from the 1860s. And, you know, you would always get people come in there and go, oh, no, this, 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 they wore this. And, you know, it's like, they didn't. And there's a lot of stuff in here that is wrong, and I can point out to you what's wrong, but it's wrong for a reason. And, and you know, we could, we could really go into detail. And, you know, I, I know more about like, the American Civil War uniforms than I care to fucking go into. Um, 
so much show that I had I had a friend that we actually went into the archives mm. of the National Park Service, pulled out originals, and counted the fucking stitches. I shit you not uh, to reproduce a, a jacket as accurately as possible. Uh, so if, if you have any knowledge about, uh, the reenacting community, yes, we are the stitch Nazis folks. Um, we d- never really gave anybody shit for having stuff we deemed to be inaccurate, but we did talk behind your back, <laughs> but you, now, you, but you would always have these fuckers coming in there and trying to tell you how, how you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, dude, I don't just like read this shit on the internet. I legit pull, I go to the archives. I look at the original materials. I, copy the stuff as best as humanly possible. And yes, our stuff costs more. Why? Because it was worth it, motherfucker. <laughs> we um now again, you know, I don't have retail experience per se, but I do have, you know, a couple of memories about challenging customers on the car lot. And oh, I can routinely, only imagine. I can only imagine. Well, well, you know, the thing is, though, is that a lot of times they'd come in with beefs, gripes, gripes and statements that were honestly fucking true. They were they were they were true. You don't know nearly enough about this car. You are absolutely right, ma'am. You're absolutely right. I don't. And, you know, I remember I sold t- cars for a Toyota dealership. And one of the guys that I had come in and buy a car from me turned out to be one of my best customers. Ended up referring like three or four other people to me because of of the interaction that we we had. You know, the guy came in and he was a Toyota Master Technician Mechanic Supreme Deluxe. <laughs> like he worked for a dealership like I don't know, uh, two t- two towns up maybe, and uh, and he just lived, breathed, and was will probably die Toyota. He comes in, he's buying this car, and he's looking at me, and he's asking me all these questions, and I don't know any of the answers. And so finally he looks at me and he goes, I don't know if I'm comfortable buying a car from somebody who doesn't know anything about it. And I was like, why? Guy just looked at me and he goes, why? Or I looked at him and I went, why? He goes, well, I got all these questions for you. And I was like, yeah. And when I don't know the answer, you tell me what it is. You obviously forgot more about this car than I ever knew. Why would I admit that I know something when I, when I clearly don't? Like, I know you're trying to fool me. I know I, 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 I can pretty much tell what's going on here. I said, but you got to remember one thing. You could take this thing apart nut by nut by bolt by bolt. And the fact of the fucking matter is this. You can't buy it without me. So regardless of, you know, what you know about the transmission and the inner machinations of the vehicle. You can't fucking buy it without me. Why are you even coming in here grilling me about all these questions? And then he revealed that he worked for Toyota. I was like... This is absurd, man. Why would you even do that? You're setting me up. Setting me up, motherfucker. I was like, it's a good thing I'm honest. It's a good thing I'm honest with you. And he's like, actually, you know what? I, I think, you know, it ended up turning out to be a really good thing. You know, but a lot of times when people come into a place and start saying, oh, well, you don't know shit about shit. It's like, you know what? You're right. But you can't buy whatever the fuck you want without me. 
So uh, put some gratitude in your attitude and let's just get this fucking sale done with. You know? <laughs> That's about what a... I mean, it's like you... you. Why are you asking questions you already know the answers to? Because you can feel superior to the person you're talking to? That's ex that's pretty much what it boils down to. And I saw right through it about, you know, 10 questions in. So, you know, like I said, there is a piece of me that's jealous about people getting to deal with this, but I wouldn't want to do this bullshit all fucking day. Fuck all that. Now, again, we are sticking with r slash tales from retail user artesio a i i don't i don't even want to try that again yeah, who knows? but yeah so this lovely person posts from <laughs> posts in r slash tales from retail but that's false advertising starts off with oh look at that nice little wiener Anyhow, talking about my dog, talking about my dog. You know what? You're just no fun. We could have put that in the description. You know, uh, whatever. Anyhow, but that's false advertising. Starts off with, we don't negotiate with terrorists. So we don't negotiate with terrorists. We've done something close to $200,000 in sales in the last two days. The weather turned to trash and suddenly people are clamoring new or for new inside furniture because that 15-year-old couch isn't as comfortable as it was when you spent all summer and most of this month out barbecuing on it and enjoying the outdoors on the new outdoor stuff you bought last year. Due to excess inventory, we have a lot of small bedside tables marked down. But it's only in one color. Like the kind of natural pine color. Beautiful warm tones. They're about $100. And they're clearly labeled as clearance. To help move inventory, we're taking extra discounts on these items. The tags that you bring to the counter are different colors. And the items themselves are also emblazoned with huge Yellow clearance, prices marked, signs. No way to mistake that. Uh, no way to mistake that one is clearance over the other. Lady brings up a tag to my cashier. We've hired some seasonals, and the kid working to the, uh, the counter is super cool, super respectful. It's a great kid. She brings up the tag for a non-clearance table from one of our arrangements in the back. It's the original tag with the price listed as $400, but it's on sale for $200. Pretty killer deal, if you ask me. She asks for a price check, insists it's a clearance tag, like aggressively insists she plucked the tag for this cherry bedside table off the clearance item, and it should be $75. <laughs> he scans the tag and politely informs the customer that the tag isn't ring clearance and that it is $200. She immediately screams that it's wrong. He apologized and said that they're pine tables and clearly marked with red tags and yellow clearance signs. And that the table she plucked is uh, for a... The table that she plucked is for a cherry table. Not clearance, but still a great deal. She demanded a manager stating that nowhere on anything did it say it was strictly for the pine tables. I walk over and check it out. She got the tag for a cherry table sitting there and demands 
that it was tag clearance. I ask her what section she got the tag from. She answers the big section of end tables in the back of the store. Me. Yeah. So that's typically the extra section, pushed all against the back wall. We have some smaller sets and tables back there, since we have a lot of clearance ones. Unfortunately, the cherry ones aren't part of the clearance, just the pine. Customer. That's not right. You have all these tables marked as clearance. The signs aren't specific for the pine ones. This one is clearance. I want this one for $100. Your signs are misleading. Nowhere does it say anywhere on the signs that it's specific to the pine. I saw this cherry one, and it's clearance. Me. I'm sorry. I have all the clearance tables marked clearance. They have yellow signs and red tags. Again, I'd be happy to get you a clearance table, but they're pine, not cherry. Me. Or customer, sorry. Well, I'm a marketing manager, and this is wrong. The signs don't indicate the pine ones. This is false advertising. I'm going to post all over your corporate website. I'm going to post all over the internet about your unfair business practices. Me. You are welcome to do so. Again, I'm so sorry, but the item that you picked is clear is not clearance. Clearance is clearly marked with a giant yellow sign and red tags. I'm happy to sell it to you if you'd still like it, but I cannot mark a four hundred table, a four hundred dollar table on sale down, uh, on sale to two hundred dollars down to seventy five. It's two hundred. If you'd like to swap it for a pine one, for $75, we can do that. Your choice. I had to walk away at that point. I've been doing this a long time, and I know that this particular customer would continue to argue with me, and seeing as if I get the damned display myself, we would get nowhere. I literally left the choice in the customer's hands. It wasn't rude, and I wasn't aggressive. I was pretty polite and understanding. But when you threaten me with corporate or complaints, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But essentially, the negotiation ends. I don't reward aggressive and unkind behavior, especially when you come guns a-blazing at my team. I always have their backs. My leaders running the store know this, and they back me up. They know I'm never unkind and always offer a fair solution to customers and leave it in the customer's hands. Ultimately, the customer left the cherry table and purchased her replica Tiffany lamp and left. I happen to be fixed in something up front <laughs> and her receipt printed with survey at the bottom. I encouraged her to fill out the survey with her dissatisfaction about the signage. Corporate absolutely wants to hear or absolutely wants to know if the way they want their signage, the way they, they have their signage isn't clear. They ultimately make those calls, not me. I ended up emailing my contacts, including my boss and their boss with the situation. I let the young cashier read it before I sent to make sure I had everything above board and the situation wasn't misrepresented. Through, uh, though a couple of cashiers pointed out after I walked away and after I'd sent the email that she called me a bitch and told my cashier to never end up like their boss. Ironically enough, my team also had my back and thought that I was being fair by offering to swap the pine ones and they couldn't understand how someone would be so obtuse as to assume that every side table was clearance being that clearance is always heavily marked down and clearly and sometimes annoyingly excessively labeled. Top comment. Oh, she wasn't being obtuse. She was trying to con the sales clerk into giving her the cherry table, table for the uh, pine table price. She knew exactly what she was doing. And you know what? I fucking agree with that. <laughs>
Absolutely. Oh, she was trying to con. Yeah, absolutely. She knew what she was doing. She was just trying to fucking... Some people are under this misconception that um, if, if a store puts the wrong label on something, that they have to honor it. And they don't. There's no law that says, oh, you put the wrong label on there, I gotcha. No, they can just refuse to sell it to you. Not a, yeah. <laughs> it this, it's like this, it's the same people that think if you ask a cop if they're a cop, they have to tell you they're a If you ask the undercover cop, you, you have to tell me if you're oh. a cop. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I don't know where that rumor came from, but it was probably the most helpful thing that ever got circulated for undercover cops. Probably. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> like, the criminal underworld just, like, made this edict up. And all the undercover cops were like... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Wait. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We and like all their bosses are like, are you guys telling people that you have to identify yourselves? Like, no, no, that was not us. But we're we not, didn't. We're we not didn't start no. that. <laughs> and then the boss is like, don't change a fucking thing. <laughs> like, you just keep this ball rolling. But you know, whatever. All right, let me see here. I'm actually going to have to um, turn my heater on. Are you getting a little bit chilly sorry, there? Sorry, you have to keep... Yeah, I, I actually am quite a bit chilly. Just uh... I, can, I can actually hear all the motors I'm and sorry. everything winding up and winding down. Kind of a, it's kind of fun. So let's, I let, know. Let, let's, I... just, let's just pause for a second while Buck gets his heater turned on before he freezes to death. Okay, Buck, you, now, you, you done with your heater I've... and everything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done with my neater. My neater. My neater. I'm done with my neater. No, I'm done with my heater. But, you know, what kind of retail episode would this be if we didn't have a restaurant story? You know what I mean? Because that's, that's, really, that's really where some of the best shit comes from. I mean, food, stories, memories... You can you can really like blanket that canvas with a uh, with a, with a good restaurant, but from r slash entitled people, user Queen Taffy reports that an entitled man chi- uh, an entitled man child threw a tantrum over restaurant policy and the police got involved. So for this one, we're going to start with the cast. That is comprised of fake names. We've got me, the one who witnessed the madness. Donna, my savior manager. Johnny, the assistant manager. Bruce, my coworker. Manchild, which is MC, the entitled villain of our story. Nice lady, NL, a polite customer that was right next to MC. Nice man, another polite customer who had to deal with the MC's crap. And police. Self-explained. Setting. A restaurant named after a smoke-dried ripe jalapeno chili pepper. Hmm. I wonder where that is. Now, on to the story. It was lunch rush hour in the restaurant, so a lot of people were coming in. I was just working as the cashier, trying to move as fast as possible. 
My managers were handling online orders as customers picked up their food. It was packed. Things were going smoothly until MC comes up. MC was wearing a biker mask with only his eyes showing. At first, I thought nothing of him. So I just ring up his food, which is just some chicken meal. He then asked for a parton margarita. Yes, we do sell those. Due to policy, I asked for his ID to verify his age and tell him that he can't leave without it. That's when he gets huffy and angry, saying, Why the hell do you need, to show, need me to show my fucking ID? I'm not a child. I was taken aback by this because while customers before complained about this, they understood that I was doing my job and had to ask them that. MC was nearly shouting and going on, taking a long time and causing a scene. Once he calmed down, he showed his ID. In my mind, I thought, okay, weird. But at least it was done. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I told him the total, which was, le which was less than $20. He then proceeds to give me a $100 bill. We can't accept this. And we even have a clearly visible sign saying that. I told him this, and he just lost it. He starts to ramp. I don't have any damn change. Just accept the fucking hundred. Donna and Johnny were right there making online orders when MC was shouting and started to approach him. NL, nice lady, was rolling her eyes and has $100 in 520s. So she trades with him. So now he can pay for his food. You think it would be the end of it, right? Wrong. <laughs> he still rants about me not accepting the $100 bill. Johnny came between us, making sure that he was far away from me. Johnny is, my, Johnny is bigger than MC, so I guess that intimidated him a bit. Johnny explained that this was not my fault. Duh. Durr. And that it is company policy. That further infuriated MC, and that is where Donna comes in. Now... While Donna, Donna, while Donna, we'll call Dasher and Blitzen over too. Now, while Donna is taller than me, she is slightly shorter than MC. She told him to calm down and wait for his patron, Mar uh, patron, patron, patron margarita. Oh my God. I'm, oh my gosh. I'm such an idiot. That is a patron, patron <laughs> margarita. Well, when's the last time you were at a bar? Not a pay. I don't even drink, but still, I, I lived in Mexico for years. I should know what fucking Patron is. Yeah. I Anyhow. Was I was trying to give you the Patron. Ah, oh, Jesus. I don't need an out, man. I'm handicapped. All right. Donna did not take... Uh, excuse me. Now, while Donna is taller than me, she is slightly shorter than MC. She told him to calm down and wait for his Patron margarita as he takes a while to make. MC is still pissy and shouts about he, how he can easily make this day look worse for everyone involved. There is a lot of secondhand embarrassment right now. Donna did not take it lightly and told him to leave, but MC refused because he wants his damn margarita now. Meanwhile, I was ringing up Nice Lady's order, and she told me that she hopes that the rest of my shift will be as smooth as possible. MC then shouts how he's from the inner city, while we are from the suburbs. I was indeed from the suburbs, though very close to the city, but some of my co-workers are from the city. Still, what does that have to do with anything? Was it a tactic to scare us? Donna went to the back, and MC started talking to NM about, the un about how unfair he was being treated. 
For context, MC, the staff, and I are black. So I don't know why he's saying all this crap. But the nice man just ignored him. Then a police car drives up. I thought it was another customer as the police would come in here to have lunch. It turns out that Donna called the police on MC. It enraged him, and he started shouting more. Donna comes back out to talk to the police about him, and MC starts shouting more. Police then take MC aside to get his side of the story. I don't know what's being said, but I was too busy with the customers. Police went back, to, back with Donna, I'm guessing to look at the surveillance, while MC is still ranting. Bruce then kept explaining to the man that the restaurant had to follow the rules and that threatening to make our day worse is completely unnecessary. MC demanded to know where his patron, Margarita, is. I mean, we can't just give back a refund for his patron, Margarita. We, excuse me, we can just give back a refund for the patron, Margarita. I think it was a bad idea to give this belligerent man something that could drastically alter his mood for the worse. MC ended up leaving as he did not want to get arrested and he was technically trespassing. I'm not sure if MC got his Patron Margarita. Top comment. I'm in Canada. We are not allowed to accept any American dollar, uh, any American money over a $20 bill because our vaults cannot accept them. Canadians, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to complete. I'm not even going to continue reading that one. Basically, the internet agrees. I'm so sorry. Guy was a dickhead. And you know what? I'm sorry that he didn't get a fucking rested. To be quite honest with you. Well, in fairness, they are Canadian. <laughs> no, this was this was in America. Oh, the uh, the top comment. Yeah, this is an American Chipotle. The the commenter was Canadian. And I just don't care about how the Canadian vaults can't accept a $100 bill. True that. I mean, you know, it's an interesting factoid, but it's just not in my wheelhouse. And Nor do I care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... You I mean, with the truth, I, there it is. I, 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 can, I, I mean, I can put as much sizzle on that steak as you want, but I can't read it coherently, and I just don't care enough to try. So... After everything that we've heard here today, I try to make our last story of, of the episode a little bit more of a lighthearted one. I try. So we're going to go ahead and dive into it for this week, and we'll see how that turns out for us. Uh, from r slash don't work here, lady, user icon eighty. Icon 805. Hey, lady. Or, excuse me. Hey, you don't work here? Want a job? This didn't happen to me. But it was relayed to me by the manager. There was a locally owned hardware store close to where I was working. This place had the most amazing selection of fasteners, nuts, bolts, screws, etc. Down to M2 Allen screws. The kind of stuff you would never find at the big box stores. Everything was always in its place, and you would never see a bag of M 3x5 screws in the M 3x8 slot. It was heaven for a tinkerer like me. One evening, I complimented the manager on how immaculate the section always was, and she started laughing. She tells me that it used to be a mess, but one day everything was 
in the right spots, but none of the employees would take credit. They all hated having to organize the section. I can't blame them, and everyone was confused. They started joking about it being visited by the Bolt Fairy. A couple of days later, she notices a teen boy intently looking through one of the drawers, and then he moves a few bags around and closes it. She realizes he was, she was witnessing the Bolt Fairy in action. He noticed he's being watched. He muttered a timid, I'm sorry, and turns to leave. The manager stops him and says, don't be sorry, but I can't have you working here unless you work here. Can you come back later with your mom or dad? He mutters a shy, okay, and leaves. About an hour later, he comes back with his mom. The mom was looking apprehensive and apologetic. Teen looked like he knew he was about to be in big trouble. The mom explained that her son was autistic, and he loved organizing things. He wouldn't get stressed out about things being, he, excuse me, he wouldn't get stressed out about things that were disorganized, but he just enjoyed sort, sorting stuff. The manager explained that for insurance and legal and moral reasons, he couldn't work in the store unless he worked for the store. The mom said that it wouldn't happen again, and the teen's, teen's eyes started to water. That's when the manager pulled out an application and a uniform polo and asks what hours he wanted to be scheduled. The mom just started laughing and the boy exploded into tears of joy. I found out later that he worked there for about two years until his family had to move across the country. When he put in his notice, the owner found out where they were moving, went online, found another locally owned hardware store with good reviews, contacted them, and gave a glowing recommendation. <laughs> And, you know, top comment, you don't work here, but you do now. Good feel-good story. It is. It really is. And that's, yeah. I mean, like, we, with our social liability, with the social liability podcast and this one, you know, we kind of have, like, a demographic of people that we look for. And, uh... And and it can be a little disheartening at times to just realize we have to share air with some of these fucking people. This is true. And uh, and it's just well, I mean, you know, if I didn't have such a great outlook on life for just about everything, I swear, you know, some some days I'd leave this table after recording with my head in my hands. But you know, it's just it's just nice nice to get an uplifting like breath of fresh air kind of story like this. So, you know, it is what it is. There are plenty of good people out there, and we don't hear enough about it. So, like I said, I try to try to try to at least give the good guys credit in in some way, shape, or form. I can't can't say how happy it makes me for somebody to real or to know that there's people out there who just you know see good in the world and know how to exploit it. So, well, and, know. and it's also a good. You know, the, it's good to show that not, not all disabilities are visible. And sometimes you can turn a disability into a positive. So, you know, good for them. Good for them. But, you know, either way, we're going to go ahead and bring this episode to a close. Uh, thank you for joining us again on the Subcockles Reddit. Please don't forget to hit like, subscribe, share this episode with a friend. You know, get us out there, spread the word. We like doing it every week. We come out here and, uh, and you know, we'll keep on doing this and hopefully, hopefully it catches on. Make sure you check us out on the social liability podcast. Again, we're all 
podcasting platforms and you know you can find us wherever it's available and folks make sure you have a wonderful safe and happy week thanks for joining us on the sub of reddit and we'll see you next time